also saw this today, and I did not realize that on December 31st of this year, which is 12-31-2023, so we would write it 1-2-3-1-2-3, which is 1-2-3-1-2-3. I, I thought that was pretty cool. 1-2-3-1-2-3 coming up this New Year's Eve. What do they call that, man? Is it like a conundrum or something? It, it's something like that. I forgot what they call those things where, where like the numbers make sense. It might not be a conundrum, but it's, it's, it's something. It's some kind of big fancy word that I don't know. Also got to say thanks, everybody, for coming out to Planet Fest on Saturday night, man. It was, it was great. It was a little warm. I mean, it was one of the hottest days of the year. Feed and seed. Great vintage venue. The bands were great. Suffrage, those ladies rocked. Uh, also, that 90s show, they rocked as well. And then we had Criers, the number one emerging emo band in the world, <laughs> was there live on stage. And they did some 2000s emo stuff. Look, and it was, it was great. There we go. Got, uh, looks like we're up and running. Thank you, Brent, Ian, Noah, Phil, Ash, everybody watching this morning. There is a little glitch in the matrix, I'm guessing. Everything said we were live, except we just weren't live. But Planet Fest was great. I think we had a little over 300 people you know, showed up and got to meet a lot of people on Saturday night. We got to enjoy some great music. And once again, thanks to everybody for coming out. Now, we're going to have uh, another giveaway coming up this week. Actually, two of them. One, we have a spot for someone and a guest on the Planet Radio guest list at Route 92 as this Saturday night Spank the Monkey returns live on stage. So make sure to listen for that. Probably tomorrow I'll get you more details. And also this, if you like playing fantasy football, we're now official. It is the Planet Radio 106.7 Twin Peaks Fantasy Football Championship. And I will be looking for eight players to join me and also to join Phil. It was Phil's idea, so I figured I had to get him in the group. So we're having our very own Planet Radio Fantasy Football League. And I would love for you to try to play if you're a fantasy football player. So we're going to have a 10-man league, but we have two spots already taken. So we're going to be looking for eight. And I'm going to have that on the website tomorrow. And we're going to have our draft over at Twin Peaks on Thursday, August 31st. Going to have to double-check that. That's when I, I, I want to have it. I talked to the manager on Friday. And we're going to have some Twin Peaks prizes, gift cards, Planet Radio stuff for first and second place. Our draft party will be there. going to have the draft board. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some food from Twin Peaks, free non-alcoholic beverages. You want to get alcohol, that's going to be on you. Because I don't want you to get too crazy and then blame it on me. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's going to be good. We're going to have our own little fantasy football league. So that is coming up. And I'll probably have the information, the contest, all that set up on the website for tomorrow, as is the Spank the Monkey contest for Route 92. 809 here inside of the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. If you're a coffee drinker, drink up, I guess. It says morning is the best time for coffee. Do I have a little left in my cup? I think I do. Hang tight. Take me a little sip. And I've been on a black coffee kick. And I've been on the uh, community, I think it's the House Blend. That one's pretty good. I I've been on a kick drinking that every morning. 
But caffeine is a central nervous system stimulant that acts in many ways like other stimulant drugs, such as amphetamines. Watch out, dude. You're going to be meth. That's methed up drinking, <laughs> drinking some coffee. It says waking you up and increasing your muscular activity. Even better, a study found that caffeine improved clear-headedness, also happiness and calmness, as well as the ability to process information and solve problems. Dude, so drink that coffee in the morning. I see that Phil commented too. Yep. Um, we're going to do for our fantasy football league at Twin Peaks. Uh, we're going to get eight citizens to join us for a 10-man league. But look, if you're looking for a spot to do your draft, like they got, they got it all set up. You can reserve your time. You can reserve your day. You know, they got the draft boards. They got all that great stuff. They got the eye candy over there as well. You know, I'm just saying. But you can contact Twin Peaks and get that set up. Did you watch the Saints yesterday? Yes, I did post on my personal Facebook page. Repeat after me. It's preseason. Preseason. Now, was I excited that it was preseason? Yes, I was. Rightfully so. We were all excited, and, and, and it was a good thing. But we just got to remember it is preseason. We saw our starters for basically one series. Now, did Derek Carr look good? Absolutely. Absolutely, but it was the first series. Was it ones-on-ones? Yes, but it was, it was one series. And I don't want to be pessimistic about it. Just, just, I mean, don't get it twisted. But it was preseason. If we, if we lose all three preseason games, we still have a chance to win the Super Bowl. That, you know, that's just kind of my thing. We almost lost the game yesterday, but Groupie was able to get a kick. I thought that was a pretty cool call by Dennis Allen. You know, getting the ball, making the decision to, to drive and letting little Groupie get a kick. And he made a game-winning kick. Great. We won. Awesome. If we would have lost, great. Awesome as well. It, it, it's hard to say. Like We can't say that the Chiefs are going to suck because they didn't score on their first drive. I mean, come on, man. You're going to say that Patrick Mahomes isn't good because he didn't, they didn't look well on their, on their first drive? And that was just kind of my point on preseason. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Yes, I'll watch. But let's just remember, it's preseason. The next couple games, we're going to see a lot of people that we don't know fighting for a spot on the team. Yes, who that? Get fired up, cook on Sunday, get drunk, whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Just remember it's preseason. But Derek Carr looked good. Um, you know, Derek Carr, for the record, again, I was excited when we got Derek Carr. You can check tape. You can check receipts on that with the Power Hour On Demand and the Power Hour podcast, right? I'm not going back on my word. But was Derek, Derek Carr, to me, was the one guy I thought we should have went to get. And we got him. Now, dude, was he Peyton Manning? No. Did he have a great year last year? Absolutely not. Did he throw some picks? Yes, he did. He says he's rejuvenated, though. He's, he says he's rejuvenated. He's ready to go. And look, it's kind of reminiscent of Drew Brees coming in 2006. Oh, Drew Brees, Drew Brees had his little time in San Diego, had the injury. Nobody wanted him. Sean Payton took a chance on him, and you know the rest of the story. On paper this year, we look great. 
Our schedule is easy. There is a path to the playoffs if ever, if all the dots can connect and the lowercase j's are dotted and the x's are crossed. There's a path for us uh, for us this year, and I'm excited about that. But it was funny yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. It was preseason for everybody yesterday because <laughs> Blake Groupie, <laughs> he posted this on X, what used to be Twitter, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. This is what he posted. Step one, get questioned walking onto the field pregame for not having credentials. <laughs> Step two, hit a game winner. Step three, get stopped by security thinking I was a fan trying to walk out the player exit. He says, stay humble, thankful, great team win at Saints Huda. <laughs> so it was uh, preseason for everybody. Who is this little kid trying to get onto the field? Oh, wait, that, that's our rookie kicker. Let him on. Who is this little kid trying to sneak out the player exit? Oh, wait, that's groupie. Let him through. It was, it was preseason for everybody. But am I excited? Am I, am I pessimistic about, about the season? No. No. We just got to remember it's preseason. We're not going to see the ones the entire game. But we got, we got something to be excited about. If we would have lost yesterday, I would still be excited about the season. Also, does football give us a boost? By the way, it's 8.15, 82 degrees, listening to Planet Radio 106.7. Uh, Noah says, I looked in the mirror. Yesterday, he commented on, on my post. He's like, got to set the tone. I'm like, dude, yeah, set the tone. You're right. But if we would have lost yesterday, does it change anything for game one? Nope. Game one is really where... Where, where we got to get it going and, and got to get it put together. But your football team winning, does it have a lot to do with, with excitement, with a boost in self-esteem? The answer to that question is yes. A study by Ohio State University has found that fans experience a boost in self-esteem after watching their team win a big game. More specifically, researchers found that football fans enjoyed improved self-esteem following a team victory for at least two full days afterward. You know, my, my big thing with the Saints and something that I'll never forget, and if I never go to another Saints football game, I'm cool. You know, there was, uh, there was an experience, you know, back in the day, this was like 2001, I believe. I, I was in radio, and I believe one of our clients like that was at a time where not many people wanted to go and watch the Saints. No, you could you could get cheap tickets. You could get people. People were giving away tickets, so we ended up getting like ten tickets from a client, and we were like first row, behind the bench on the forty yard line. So, like, as for the experience of being there and being down first row, right behind the players, seeing everybody up close, was cool as hell. And, and I think that was two thousand and one, maybe two thousand and two. It was over, over 20 years ago. But I was also at the Saints game when it, re when it reopened after Katrina. The Monday night game against the Falcons. Where Gleason blocked that punt. Dude, I'm getting the free songs right now. There was, there, was, there was nothing like it. The Superdome shook. And once that happened, and you, you know what was going to be the outcome. 
and I was at that game, and I'm going to hold that in my heart for the rest for the rest of my remaining days. Wasn't at the uh, you know NFC Championship game. Nothing you know in the in the postseason when we went to the Super Bowl didn't make any of those, and it doesn't matter. And I talked to a good friend of mine who was with us. He, we 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 went to the game back whenever the dome opened back up after Katrina. He was also at the game where the Saints won the NFC Championship against Minnesota, going to the playoffs, and I said, dude, compare it. Like, compare the fans going to the Super Bowl as to when the block kick happened at the first game back, and he's like, there's no comparison. He's like, there, there was, there's no comparison to what happened. Oh, I'm getting the free songs right now. That night when they, oh, when they blocked that kick on that Monday night game. The Superdome, it literally shook. It was so awesome to be there. What about NFL cheerleaders? Are are they even like a thing anymore? Remember back in the 80s, you know, the cheerleaders, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. They're kind of like a thing. I I saw this. There is a new listing based on reviews of cheer squads. Who has the best cheerleaders in the NFL? Guess who's still number one, man? They were number one in the 80s, and they're still number one today, the Dallas Cowboys. That's all they got to look forward to is their uh, their cheerleaders. I'm sorry, Blake's probably listening or watching, as as is other cowboy fans. But that's only my jab. Got to get you a VCR to watch the Dallas Cowboy champion championship years. Also followed by Houston, Miami, Denver, and Philadelphia. I mean, cheerleaders, I mean, they're cool. It's just not really like a a big thing. I I saw this real quick, and I I got scared for a little while when I I read this and when I saw some pictures in a video. Because, you know, whenever I do the Power Hour, I look at all of our, our local... TV station websites, you know, because we talk about local stuff, statewide stuff, national, worldwide stuff. Talk about everything here inside the Power Hour. Like if it's happening in the morning, I try to get to it. Um, th- this is over, but when I saw the headline, it says free dental outreach program at the Cajun Dome gives residents a chance for a beautiful smile. Awesome. Great. Whatever. Louisiana Mission of Mercy brings free dental exams and basic dental treatments to underserved communities. So at this event, which was great, over 100 volunteer dentists, hygienists, assistants, students, and community workers help provide x-rays, cleanings, fillings, anterior root canals, extractions, and front teeth transitional partials. Great. But I had a nightmare. Because I saw video from it, and I saw pictures from it, dude. And it was nothing but these dentists in these chairs, and they were working in, like, multiple mouths. And I was, all my mind was going to was, because that's why I hate going to the dentist. Got to hear that damn little drill. And could you imagine, like, the floor of the Cajun Dome full of, like, a 100 dentists doing their thing, and you're walking around, and it's, and it's echoing in the Cajun Dome? Nightmarish. That was nightmarish for me, and that's all I got to say. Mm-mm. No way, dude. Uh-uh. What, no. You could have paid me like, hey, man, you want to walk through this for $1,000? Nah. Nah, I'm good. How about $10,000? I'd have thought about it, but I'm like, nah. Walk into hundreds of dentists in the floor of the Cajun Dome. It was a great event. I'm not clowning the event, but for me, that sound is one of the worsts. 
So it's 821. We're coming back with more. What was the weirdest lie you were told as a kid? Think about that. We're coming back with that. Ladies, what about this? What do you what do you rather around the house? Do you rather your man or having a man that can cook or a man that's a handyman? What's better for you? Also, there's an update on the Atlantic hurricane season. You think it got better or you think it got worse? Conor McGregor, who does he want? Or Chuck Liddell, who does he want Conor McGregor to fight? And also, I saw this today, the biggest pop culture jerk. <laughs> so it's like, it's almost like a fake, it's like a uh, fake thing, like uh, cartoon characters, movies, TV shows. Uh, that is coming up as well. So hang out for, let's see, two and a half minutes. It's not long. We're coming back with more. It, it's the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. All right, cool. Two and a half minutes. Uh, Jenny says, free sauce. Got him, man. Every time I think of that game, I, like just to be there and, and when Gleason blocked that punt and then score the touchdown, uh, never be anything in my life like it experiencing that. Never, ever. Like says, half of the fans never played a sport in their life. Say stuff like that, dude. <laughs> you said it. I didn't, Blake. Uh... Yeah, Phil says, so doing, yeah. So if you like to play fantasy football, we're going to have our very own Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy League. And we're going to get eight players, going to have a, just a contest set up where you can go to the website and register. And then we're going to draw eight names. And we're going to have our own league. We're going to meet at Twin Peaks. They're giving us a draft board. They're giving us some food. And we're going to have some Twin Peaks gift cards and Planet Radio prizes for first and second place. Um, and then, you know, so I guess I was thinking about this. is like after I win first place, I guess I'm going to give my prizes to third place maybe. I mean, I, well, I'm trying to make it as fair as possible since I'm playing. So when, when I win the championship, I'll go ahead and give my prizes to, to third place. I mean, I, I think that's only fair. And the trash talking has begun. But uh, that will be on our website tomorrow. All the details, the uh, stuff to win, all that stuff. So if you like playing fantasy football, you want to try joining in, we will be picking eight players to join in on that. And then also, as I mentioned earlier, tomorrow, uh, also on our website, going to have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Spank the Monkey Saturday Night Route 92. You need to get to a little bit of our question of the day as well. It's a picture of a ghetto blaster. Name a song that will never get old. Got that on our Planet Radio Facebook page and also on my personal page. <laughs> Phil says, got to stop talking crap. You know the mayor is going to take you all down. <laughs> all right, we're coming back. So welcome back to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7, morning show powered by Motor City. 
the official restaurant of the morning show is Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill. And then now we have the official specialty meat store of the morning show, and that's Louisiana Blue's Specialty Meats and Wild Game Processing. Um, before we jump into this, before we jump into lies that we were told as a kid, I wanted to get to our question of the day. We unveil that every weekday morning, probably around 7.15, 7.20. And today I got a picture of a ghetto blaster. I think I stole this, uh, this meme, this image from an 80s or 90s Facebook group. So there's a jam box, boom box, ghetto blaster, whatever you called it. And it says, name a song that will never get old. This is on our Planet Facebook page and my personal Facebook page. You can also text in your answers for our question at 337-227-0365. Todd says, blind melon, no rain. Mike says, well, with a heat wave never ending, it's Nelly's hot in here. Pretty good. Amy says, under pressure by David Bowie and Queen. That's another great one. Bliss says, far behind by Candlebox. Dusty got a hashtag, dad joke, Alphaville's forever young. Carl says, back in black, highway to hell, inner Sandman. Jared says, everybody wants to rule the world, tears for fears. Uh, Brian says, Tom Sawyer, another one bites the dust in Centerfield. Teresa says, simple man. Elizabeth says, rocket man by Elton John. Phil says, fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. And then Michelle says, Bohemian Rhapsody. And Bohemian Rhapsody had uh, two waves of success. One early on, which early on wasn't a huge, huge success, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was, it was a little bit bigger when it hit the charts again in the early 90s, thanks to Wayne's World. Uh, Joshua says, Let It Be. Sean says, Jungle Love by Steve Miller. So that is on there. Uh, Dane says, Mabel by Goldfinger and Sweet Daisy by Spank the Monkey. Sweet Daisy's such a classic. But go and answer that question. That is our question of the day, powered by Huff Power Concrete. What were the or weirdest lies told to you as a kid? I was trying to think of a few. Obviously, one for me that always sticks out, like if you eat the watermelon seeds, watermelons will grow in your stomach. What was another one? This was like another Cajun one. Like if you're making an ugly face and the north wind blows, your face would stay that way. You ever heard that one? Our grandma always had a good one. If you spit in the air, it falls back in your face. Which that's true. Like that's not a uh, that's that's not a that's not a lie. Uh, and and then also, what about swallowing gum? Like if you swallowed gum, what did our parents or grandparents tell us? Is it like you couldn't go to the you couldn't go poo poo? Like you were gonna get blocked up if you swallowed a gum? But this is on Reddit, and it was also on BuzzFeed. And, and dude, I'm reading some of these, and I'm like, damn. Like, none of I, – I, I was never told any of these. Were you told that the waves at the beach are made by whales? Mm-mm. Moths are the ghost of butterflies. Never been told that. Um, what about this one? All lizards are named Russell because they make a rustling sound when they're in the bushes. Nope. One, one person said during the first Iraq war, a kid's grandpa told him Saddam Hussein shot down Santa's sleigh. <laughs> hey, Papa, what are we getting for Christmas? What am I getting for Christmas this year? Nothing, man. 
Saddam Hussein done shot down Santa Slay. He ain't, he ain't coming to anybody this year. Sorry. Also, someone was told this lie. The term going commando means driving with your windows down. <laughs> your blood is blue inside your body. It only turns red when it's exposed to oxygen. Uh, what about this one? That knowing algebra will come in handy one day. Also, all the math teachers who said you, all, you won't always have a calculator in your pocket. How did that play out, Miss Miller? Huh? Yes, I always have a, a calculator in my pocket. It's called a phone. <laughs> we got everything else on that thing, too. It's called Google. Who needs damn school? Uh, number eight, the reason some men pierce their ears is in case they ever decide to become a pirate. All right. 11 months out of the year, the Easter Bunny lives on Easter Island. Nope, never was told that one. And someone says a lie they were sold as a kid. Babies eventually lose their baby arms and their adult arms grow in. <laughs> that's, some, that's some weird lies, huh? 8.30, listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. You know, still one of the biggest trending in national headlines, the fires in Hawaii and Maui. Death toll now rises to 96. And there are some conspiracy theories going on with this as well. Ash has a good one that they will fix that road. Yep. Although this is pretty cool, though. Side note, if you travel Highway 35 between like Church Point, Branch, Rain, that was almost a gravel road from Branch to Rain. If you, if you travel that area, and I know some people might cut across, maybe if you live on the western side of Acadiana, you're driving Opelousa, some people cut across that way instead of taking the interstates. But Highway 35 from Branch to Rain will be getting repaved, and all that work starts today. And they said the work could last about a year. So just a heads up. If, if you're driving that area, don't get upset. All right. Don't get upset that it's getting fixed. If you travel that road, it's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. We can't get upset when the road's getting fixed. If we're going to complain when the road's not fixed, you might want to give yourself a little extra time if you travel that area too, but back to Hawaii. Some conspiracy theories going on about Hawaii. You may have seen that online. I think it had to do with like Oprah, BlackRock, Vanguard, some of those places that, you know, tried to purchase some of the some of that area in Hawaii. And the fires was set by the government trying to uh, take control of that land or just the rich people in general. Not saying I believe it. But I'm just saying it's 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 going around. But 93 people passed away so far, still saying that number is expected to rise. Estimated that 2,207 structures were destroyed or damaged in Lahaina. And the majority of the buildings impacted were residential, according to damage assessments. And the fires estimated at close to $6 billion in damage. 
So I saw some of these conspiracy videos on TikTok. I saw some other videos on TikTok where people were um, on vacation at a resort, maybe on the other side of the island. And, and, you know, the winds were blowing. Say, you know, the winds were blowing because of the hurricane that had happened uh, or was, was nearby Hawaii. And then that caused the wildfires to get out of control. But nonetheless, 96 people lost their lives. Ladies, I want to ask you this question. What do you rather around the house, a cook or a handyman? See, if you would ask this question in Acadiana, I think that most ladies would say a cook. But this is from Women's Health, and it was a survey done nationally. And it says husbands should learn more about their tools and put away their cookbooks. 80% of the women polled say they would prefer to have a husband who is a terrific handyman rather than a great cook. Isabel commented, handyman. Jenny comments, handyman. Uh-oh, maybe I was wrong on this. Is it because ladies around here can cook as well and can cook as good as men? Uh-uh, go outside, dude. Fix that. Fix the door. Go and fix a little stairway outside. I got supper, rice and gravy. It's on the stove. You know it's going to be good. Get your ass outside and fix fix the steps coming into the, uh, the house. That's what I need you to do. Huh? Change a couple light bulbs. That's what I want. I got supper. Rice and gravy's going. Don't worry about it. Get your tool belt. Get outside. <laughs> so 80% of women... Say they want a handyman rather than a cook. The other 20% prefer a man who knows what he's doing around the kitchen. But, dude, around here, uh, Lauren comments as handyman for sure. I think that's because some ladies around here can cook. See, in my household, it's me who's the cook and someone of a handyman. My wife, she's not too, she's not too big on cooking. Now that she doesn't want to, she doesn't really, she doesn't really, I'm not saying she doesn't know how, because she, I mean, she can cook regular things, but like, you know, Cajun stuff, rice and gravy, stew, gumbo, you know, all that, that, like, that's all, that's all given to me. And, and, and I don't mind it, but I think around here, ladies can cook and they might want a handyman. And if they can't cook, they might want a cat that can cook around the house. So far, hurricane season, we're looking okay. Looks like they might be trying to scare us again. Because remember, uh, before hurricane season, I was like, oh, man, we're not, we're not going to have to worry about too many hurricanes because of El Nino. And then they updated again. Oh, oh, might be, might be a little higher. Does everybody kind of let their guard down maybe a little bit? We weren't scared. Maybe everybody still let their guard down again. And now... NOAA releases an updated 2023 Atlantic hurricane season outlook. This was released on, I think it was Friday. And this says, due to current ocean and atmospheric conditions, such as record warm sea surface temps, NOAA's Climate Prediction Center has increased their prediction for the ongoing 2023 Atlantic hurricane season to be in, quote, above normal level of activity from a near normal level of activity with their most recent update. 
So here's what they say. The outlook now includes a 70% chance of 14 to 21 named storms, of which 6 to 11 could become hurricanes, and 2 to 5 could become major hurricanes. The updated outlook also states that the current conditions are likely to counterbalance the usual or sorry, counterbalance the usually limiting atmospheric conditions associated with the ongoing El Nino event. Now, the Atlantic hurricane season officially runs June 1st through November 30th, so we still have a lot of time in hurricane season, and let's just hope that it stays this way. Stays low, you don't get many storms, and we're good to go. I don't feel like dealing with anything, and I don't think you want to as well. And our damn insurance prices are going up sky high. Who wants another storm, man? Stay away. Stay away. We're bending over, and we're taking it with uh, with insurances. It's getting out of control, huh? How much did it go up for you? A lot. Little bit. Probably went up, went up somewhat, though. But now they're just raising the outlook for the Atlantic hurricane season a little bit higher. Now, does that mean you know it's it's all these storms? If it happens, coming for us? No, just the the entire Atlantic hurricane season outlook. Bow your heads, little baby Jesus. Just just keep them away from us this year. Insurance prices are high enough, and we don't need to take it any harder than what we're taking it right now. Amen. Thank you. Open your eyes. What is it? 840. Still got a lot to get to. Man, time's going by fast, huh? It's already 840 here on Planet Radio 106.7. Oh, did you see this? I saw a video last night. A pilot and a crew member ejected from a plane, uh, a jet. After a Michigan air show and the plane crashed. So I saw the video. It's it's a MiG-23, which if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's a Russian plane. And they were part of an air show in Michigan. And it was around the lake. So people were hanging out at the lake and they were recording because this jet was flying over. And they were like, oh, look at that. So the plane's flying over and it makes like a little turn. And then you see the Two pilots or the pilot and the crew member eject. And then, then it freaks everybody out. You can, you can hear them on video. And then not long after, the plane crashes into the ground and causes an explosion. So it had me wondering when I saw the video last night, hoping that everybody was safe. It didn't crash into a house or a neighborhood. But according to a story I'm reading this morning, that happened shortly after 4 o'clock local time in Michigan yesterday. And the fighter plane crashed into a car park and hit empty vehicles at a nearby apartment complex in Belleville, Michigan. Also says no injuries were reported at the apartments or at the air show. So thankfully, no one was injured. The pilot and his backseater did not appear to have significant injuries, but were taken to the hospital, according to authorities. That video was going viral yesterday. Imagine seeing that, though. You're out of the lake. Jets coming over. Doof, doof. See two people eject from the plane, and then the, the plane just go down in flames. Luckily, it didn't crash into a, a, a house or 
shopping mall, you know, I mean, something like that. Luckily, no one was hurt. That, that could have been very, very bad. Also, I saw this on TMZ this morning, and I don't frequent TMZ, but this morning I looked, I was like, eh, let me just see what's going on on TMZ. And there was a story about Chuck Liddell, and he said that Conor McGregor should fight Nate Diaz next, and they're going to do it at Walmart. It's crazy. That's where uh, Nate Diaz does a lot of his fighting, man, Walmart. You look at that cat wrong, dude, he'll fight you anywhere. Told you that, like, that's what he looks like to me, dude. He would just fight you anywhere. Every time Nate Diaz stepped into the club when he was a kid, he fought. He just, he just looks like that kind of guy, man. But Chuck Liddell, TMZ Sports, caught up with him at LAX last week and asked him about Connor's next fight. And he said, quote, all those would be interesting talking about Chandler, Gabe G. But then Chuck Liddell says, all those would be an interesting fight, but I think Nate Diaz run it back to do it one more time. Conor McGregor, that would be fun to watch. Now, isn't McGregor supposed to fight Michael Chandler? And then some are saying maybe Gaethje and Conor McGregor, but I don't think anything is officially set yet. But Conor and, and Nate, that was some pretty good fights when they used to fight in the UFC. Is it going to happen? I, I really don't know. Is that the next fight? Uh, not sure. Did Nate Diaz, you know, did he, did fighting Jake Paul and maybe light a little fighting fire under him again? Who knows? Oh, I saw this too this morning. A new study has found that a chemical in black licorice could help fight pancreatic cancer. So obviously, you know, curing cancer has been one of the biggest things for a while, right? You think they're still trying to get it? You think they have it somewhere? And they're just not letting it out because there's there's too much money in pharmaceuticals. I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm just, I'm just saying. But a new study found that a chemical in black licorice could help fight pancreatic cancer, which is one of the world's deadliest cancers. Experiments on mice have shown that a flavonoid in licorice root can kill pancreatic cancer cells. Not the candy flavoring, the actual licorice root, which is an herb that's widely used in traditional Chinese medicine. Sometimes you got to go back to the earth to heal yourself, huh? Researchers also found that it can make treatments like chemotherapy more effective. They say it's a very promising development. But this story saying the research is still early and doctors are warning people that you should not go out and consume large amounts of licorice. Because the American Heart Association says eating a ton of black licorice can cause heart and kidney problems. See? You, you can't win these days, dude. You, you, you can't. And they say in, ex in extreme cases, it's life-threatening. But I believe, I, I mean, I, I believe like in the, like some of that natural stuff, man, that they don't tell us about. Been healing people for years. 
are now, you know, the 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 one now is like that ivermectin can be just uh, prescribed for uh, for COVID. You know, but Joe Rogan was taking a horse dewormer. You know, like like it's just it's just weird. And and if you didn't think that way back then, then you were crazy, right? You were crazy if you didn't go along with the if you didn't go along with the circus. You know, now it's being being prescribed. Oh yeah, yeah that that is. Oh yeah, that 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 would help. Or what's the other pill that they came out with? They came out with another pill, you know, for COVID. Let's call um, I forgot what it's called. Biggest pop culture jerk. <laughs> now this is this is not real people. This was uh, a survey. And it was with characters in movies, in TV shows, TV series. And it was found that the biggest pop culture jerk of all time was Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and this was from the ringer.com. They had a March Madness style competition to determine the biggest pop culture jerk of all time. But what would he do? What would Shooter McGavin do? Something like that on, on Happy Gilmore. And what was his real name? What was that cat's real name? What was Shooter McGavin's real name? Hang on, I'm going to have to Google that real quick. Oh, I see his face. Who played Shooter McGavin? And he was in a bunch of other movies. Christopher McDonald is his name. You agree with that? The number one jerk of all time. What's what's also crazy is that Happy Gilmore was released way back in 1996. Movie's almost 30 years old. Pow! Take that to the gut. Also second on the list, Eric Cartman from South Park. <laughs> so Shooter McGavin just squeezed past Eric Cartman from South Park. The competition started off with 64 TV jerks, movie jerks. Stifler from American Pie. Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Dude, Jerry was a jerk. And then Biff from Back to the Future was also part of it. Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm was on it too. Squidward from SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, this one should have been higher. Veruca Salt from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Jim from The Office was also part of it too. So the final four was Shooter McGavin, Cartman, Biff, and Larry David. That was uh, final four. Larry David. So I thought that was pretty cool. That, that was a pretty cool idea. And again, that was on the ringer.com if you want to search or, or check out the entire bracket. But they, they did it. Also, do you need a quick mental energy boost? It says if go and stand in front of a fan. This is research from the University of Massachusetts. Research reveals that the sensation of air blowing towards you boosts your mental energy. So if you need a quick mental energy boost, bust out the fan. 
My comments on the Facebook Live, I don't know, the guy from Billy Madison, the one that tried to take over the company and kill Billy at the end. Yeah, what was that? What was that dude's name? He was like uh, he was like an 80s, 90s villain. You know, and, and if you, you know, think back in 80s and 90s movies, like there was always some of the same characters that always played a similar role. Like certain people played a superhero or maybe certain people played a villain. Cer- certain people played an action hero. Yes, it's because they uh, they they played that role pretty good. But I wonder if that cat was on the list of sixty four. The guy from Billy Madison also saw this today. By the way, it's eight fifty. Got one more little Shaw's to get to inside of the Power Hour. It says, "Want to feel thrilled to be alive?" It says, "Try death meditation." Death meditation involves wrapping yourself in sheets like a mummy and imagining looking at your dead body. Dude, that's that's weird. That's not that's not thrilled to be alive. That's weird. Death meditation is a wellness practice about coming to terms with death. It could lead to decreased death anxiety and improved happiness. Roll around in a sheet, wrap yourself up tight, and picture yourself as dead. You can do that in a bed just as well. Have somebody tuck you in tight. You'd get um, you know, get just a little low pillow, cock your head up a little bit like you're laying in a coffin. You can do that in a bed just as just as well. To me, that's even better because no one's gonna wrap you up like a mummy. Whenever you kick the bucket and you're gone, they're gonna put you in a in a casket. Might be plastic, metal, cardboard, whatever you want to practice. If this is a thing, death meditation. Have somebody tuck you in tight in your bed. Put your little pillow underneath. Could you, you know, maybe put some ruffles, maybe some pillows all around you. Get nice and comfy and uh, and meditate <laughs> about death. Now, I'm not going to do it because it's weird. It's scaring me right now, even talking about it. But, dude, people are wrapping themselves up as mummies and then picturing their dead bodies to imagine coming to terms with their eventual death. Kind of weird. I'm just kind of scrolling this story here. We're not, we're not going to get much into it. So let's see. Coming back to our question of the day, let's see if we can get a few more answers. I'm getting some notifications, but it's still some answers on some of our other questions. Let's see. Tim says, no rain by Blind Melon. And that was the second person that said that. Uh, also, he says, the hot dog song from the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. If you got kids, you know what that's about. Adam says, Cumbersome by 7 Mary 3. Shane says, Let Her Cry. That's Hootie and the Blowfish. Stan says, Rock the Bells, LL Cool J, classic. Uh, Jake says, She Sells Sanctuary. It's another good one, cult. Brandon says, Sultans of Swing. What else we got that I didn't mention this morning? And again, our question of the day, that is on our Planet Radio and my personal Facebook page. I think I mentioned some of the others. I uh, would love for you to answer that every day. Just a way for us to interact a little bit, thanks to Huff Power Concrete. Or you can text in your answers for the question of the day. Our number to text in, 337-227-0365. You can also call and leave a message. I don't know, maybe I'll answer the phone, maybe not. I'm here at Chris Logan Media all by myself. <laughs> 
But you, you can text, then I'll, I'll see it. Anytime, just remember, no texting and driving. Don't want you to, to uh, get injured or injure someone else. If you're trying to text in to say good morning, got requests, answering the question of the day, just make sure you're keeping it safe behind the wheel. And again, back to school. Mentioned it when we started the Power Hour this morning. I, I guess it would be safe to say that this week, by the end of the week, everyone will be in school. Is that safe to say? I know my daughter was going back today. I know a lot of people went back yesterday. But it's that time of year, school zones, school buses. Make sure you're looking out for all that, especially early in the morning if you're driving. Watch out for them kids at the bus stop. But I believe that's all we got for today. We were able to get to everything. And I thought we might have missed one or two things, but I think I hit it just right on the button. So we're coming back with more. Let's see, we'll get back to the music. Got Jars of Clay next hour. How about some 311? Do Wallflowers? Going to do Foo Fighters. I think somebody had Foo Fighters. Um, I think maybe Azair. Song that never gets old. I forgot which song they wanted. Also, Dashboard Confessional coming up too. Soul Asylum, Creed, and more. One hour left inside the morning show. You stay close. Planet Radio, 106.7. All right, wrapping it up. Dude, uh, Mike says, guy from Billy Madison. I, I didn't have time to type it up. Let's see, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. What was the dude's name? I see his face. Bradley Whitford. Was it Eric Gordon? Is that the one you were talking about? Josh Mostel. He was the principal. What, who is a wrestler, right? Norm McDonald, Jared Cook, Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson played Veronica Vaughn. Bridget Wilson was one of those early, mid-90s hotties, kind of like Cindy Crawford. Uh, who else? Like those, those 90s hotties. Selma Hayek, was she a 90s hottie? And they were in all the movies. What, what was the... Oh, man, she was in the movie with Chris Farley when he was the ninja. What was, what was her name? Nicolette Sheridan. That was her name. She was another 90s hottie. <laughs> and they were all blonde. Like, that was all the, the 90s hotties. 80s hotties. Kind of the same thing. And like I mentioned, you know, they, they, it was uh, when they needed an 80s hottie or a 90s hottie, they knew to go get Nicolette Sheridan, you know, or they got uh, what's-her-face from Karate Kid. She played Allie, Elizabeth Shue. You know, like they, they go and get all the same, the same people to play the same kind of characters in all those movies. But look, wrapping it up for today. Thanks for watching those who came out to Planet Fest on, on Saturday. Uh, again, thank you for that. I had a great time on Saturday. We're going to end up doing it again. I know the Criers um, had a great time. Ladies in Suffrage. Uh, the guys in that 90s show was pretty cool. So thanks for coming. Thanks for watching along this morning. Getting back to the regular morning show. You can listen on the website. If you had a computer, listen to theplanet.com, our app, or you can listen on the radio. And that's at Planet Radio 106.7. Steven says Planet Fest was great. Thanks for coming out, Steven. Uh, also, thanks for, uh, thanks for the chat we had real quick. And it's always hard to chat uh, while a rock show is going on, right? It's always hard to talk in the club but was able to have a conversation with a few people 
So thanks for coming out. Enjoy the rest of your day today. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget one hour left inside the show. Have a great one. See you.